When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We are glad Lori's back to keep us on track and to give us vart noises. If you oh ask her nicely, gosh. maybe she'll do it for the third straight hour. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we'll see if we can schedule it in. We got study a duck coming up and a dirt alert. So I don't know if there's a lot of time for vart noises. <laughs> Who knows, Rocco? Yeah. You know, I can't be on demand okay, with good. these types of situations. You, you can't. Know? Not really. All right. What do we got? Uh, well, I want. did you and Brittany discuss Juliana Rancic uh, oh, yeah. stepping down from yeah. E as the red carpet? So this Oscars, which she actually did great with this I thought last she did Oscars. great, too. Of course, it was very few people. Mm-hmm. So she had all the time in the world. But I kind of was like, I'm going to miss Juliana. I totally am going to miss her. I think Laverne Cox will do excellent. Is that who's going to yeah, replace Laverne her? Laverne Cox is going to replace her. I, I like Juliana. I feel like... There's that this one year, big mess step the year, year Zendaya. Yeah, and she's like, she looks like her her hair smells like patchouli. Weed and patchouli mm-hmm. and that, but you know, she apologized right Beyond. away for it and yep. stuff. And then Kelly Osborne was so busy going down in flames yep. with whatever stupid thing she did. But so Juliana is, I mean, she's going to do producing for E. I mean, think of E, how they have just, there's nothing left. Yeah, you're right. There is nothing left on E. Well, that's NBC. Yeah, there is nothing left. So they have to revamp the whole thing or figure out what they did. I thought when they did some um, scripted stuff like the Royals that they did, we love that. Mm-hmm. Um, they had some good things, but there is nothing left there. So I think, you know, Jamie Kennedy got fired. And um, they've had a lot of controversy controversy over the past four or five years. I think they're just, they have to re think what they're going to do. And she's going to do some producing. All right. And I hope she makes Bill Rancic, her husband's book that we Wait. loved, into a movie. Remember about the one in oh. the plane crash in Alaska? Oh, yeah. That was Frozen. A good book. Yeah. That was such a great book. It was. So, I, you know, maybe she'll get into doing that. Maybe. Okay. So that's, so that's I that's... was sad about that, too, because I felt like... Well, she's done it for 20 years. Yeah. She's done it since she was like... Change uh, is hard. Yeah. And she kind of um, was our only, the last one after Jonah and Melissa are gone and all the Fashion Please people and... Nancy every, O'Dell. Nancy O'Dell is out of it. Where Ryan's gone, even though he was bad. Yep. He was getting so bad. So it just is like a whole change. And you kind of wonder what it's going to look like, what it's going to act like, and what it's going to be. And then you have a award show that's completely canceled. <sighs> They need us. This is what somebody needs to realize. Is oh, that Lord, they I need love you. Oh, I love you. Like, I love you because we won't remember their names. We won't remember who they are, but keeping they it need real. us. 
keeping yep. it real. We're like the rest of America. We don't know who you are or right. what you started, but boy, you look good. <laughs> right. Come talk to us, right? right? This is all we got for you. Okay, then did you talk about... Um, Nick Jonas? No. Why would Nick <laughs> Jonas come up? Just because apparently his new song, Spaceman, is on a lot of people's bedroom um, sexy time music list. I don't believe that for a second. It's <laughs> not on. It, it's we, not on his though. He wants you to know. No, it is and not. He, he the, blushes being thought that of as a song sex symbol. Was bad. That was his first signal. We played it, Rocco. All three of us were just like, yeah. we I know. were not into this. I, I don't know. believe that's a sex jam. That is a space. He's rumor. thrilled that people have it on their bedroom playlist, but it's not on his. And he wants to go and say that um, uh, that he's uncomfortable with being thought of as a sex symbol. Well, don't worry. You're not. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but pretend you're on the sex swing. What do we call it? The screamer? The screamer. And then okay, the screamer. and now we're going to listen to this. That was what I... Out of nowhere. Out of Lori, the whole time I'm thinking that both legs are off the floor, and I'm like, whose body could handle that weight of swinging and just not having feet on the floor? And then Brittany finally, as we're almost through whatever I was trying to say, yeah. is like, Julia, don't you get it? That your feet are on the floor. Right. And I just was like, oh my word, I was so dense yesterday. And then we started thinking it was just crazy. But that's not a bad song. It feels it's not some sexy. more. You it's not sexy. It's not. Sex. Well, I don't. Who listens to the world? Okay, but he says Spaceman like 50 times. Don't try and make that a thing happen, Nick. And don't worry. About being a sex symbol to too many people. <laughs> I think your secret is pretty safe. Was there, there. a space room at the Fanta Suites in Burnsville? I'm that, sure that there was. Good. I never yeah. went there because the thought of going to a hotel that is designed specifically for sex fantasy nights. Yeah. Themed yeah. sex fantasy nights. Sounds at a motel so, that overlooks the freeway. So dirty to me. Like they couldn't clean well enough to make it be sexy. Yeah. I mean, remember those Geiger counter, like little black lights right. we used to have all those. I don't think that has a Geiger counter. I know, yeah. but the it would beep like that, you right. know, all the dirty things like the bedspreads. Would I don't think that a Geiger counter in the bedroom. Yeah. It's an earthquake detector. Exactly. Yeah. That thing is not still there. No, suites. I, I don't think so. Either. I don't think it lasted. But a no, second, but, people probably all had that same thought. Right. You know, Unless someone though, has been to a fantasy suite, you could call us and tell us which theme you did. Or if you've been to the Poconos and taken a bath in a champagne, champagne glass. Now that, to me, always looks slippery. That looks dangerous being in a glass tub that's in a champagne glass on silts. Mm-hmm. How do you get in? Wait, I don't think How I know do you about get this. Out? I get a good oh, Have you never and... seen a picture of the champagne glasses in the Poconos? I'm looking up right now. They're bathtubs. Where's They're... the Poconos again? It's out in Arkansas. No, I want to say it's Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania or is it New York? Tower? Yeah, the Champagne Tower. Okay, the I'm Poconos. Again, that place is like, you know... Any time, oh, wow, look at that. Yeah, oh, any time yeah. that there's some place where like they've got heart shaped beds, right? They've got the mirrors on the ceiling. I mean, action Jackson is happening <laughs> at that place. I'm just googling sex hotel rooms just uh-huh. to see if there's a theme. Well, any hotel room can be mm-hmm. a sex hotel room, but yeah, the specific theme. There actually is on Thrillist <laughs> the 13 kinkiest hotel rooms in the world. The Palms Casino and Resort. 
Where's that Palm Springs? Oh yeah. Springs? Oh no. no we no, went no, there. It's in Vegas. It's oh, in Vegas. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh huh. Yeah. Why is that, that kinky? Place? Well, that one is on there because they're saying, well, "What's naughtier than a night of debauchery in Sin City? High rollers can spend the night in the erotic suite at the Palms, which it's, is the old Hefner suite yes, where the girls next door that's right. would be filmed, and it's got like a pool, an infinity pool, even though you're surrounded by glass." On the top floor. That, to me, would you'd be, be sexy. You'd be able to be you That know, would be sexy and, to be able to be naked on the top floor of a hotel in an infinity And people, pool. if they watch The Girls Next Door, you recognize it. So that, right. in and of itself, is sexy. So it's 1,500 <laughs> square foot. Um, it's a rotating bed, mm-hmm. round and shiny. And it's um, red beneath mirrored ceilings, like you mm-hmm. talked about. Yep. And the shower features a stripper pole. And nightclub-inspired lighting. So there's a strobe light in the shower. Slippery this, when wet. Yeah. There's a big TV in case your fetish is pretending that you're a happily wed couple and wants to watch <laughs> TV at night. Pam and Tommy. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why. Um, The other ones, you know, Stuttgart, 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 Germany. Stuttgart. Stuttgart. Yep, that place too. Mm-hmm. The V8 Hotel. Their automobile-themed rooms. Oh, Lord. I know. Um, and the rest of them are all over the world in places. The standard in New York City, Florida ceiling glass, you know, up high. Um, Remember you, the bathroom? Oh, yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, there's no handle. There's no handle. It's just nope. a mirror. You had to, like, kind of, like, someone had to show you. You had to watch somebody come out. We're like, okay, I know, you know, we haven't been to New York City for six months, but this is ridiculous. What is going on with this bathroom? Okay, here's one that's close to us. Don Q in in Dodgeville, Wisconsin. Where's Dodgeville? Mm, it's around the corner. There's an actual Boeing C ninety seven for real in the hotel's premise, as well as twenty five fantasy and theme rooms to cater to any fetish, including Roman courts, Gemini space capsule, hot air balloon, a Viking ship. And a swingers room. The bed is actually suspended from the ceiling. The astronaut sex from people watching for all mankind is probably it's sort of between uh, Madison and Dubuque. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. It sounds dirty, like, like dirty good or no, dirty unclean. Just dirty unclean. The Don Q in ins to me in general uh-huh. don't sound clean. Mm-hmm. You know. Does an in, I-N-N, sound clean to you? I, do, I just don't feel clean. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm... a five-star hotel girl. Honey, I've got... <laughs> no you know, sooner go Darlene, to I've got a surprise <laughs> for you. <laughs> We're just going to take her drive to Dodgeville, Dodgeville, Wisconsin. I've reserved the Gemini Space capsule for us for the <laughs> weekend. We can just... We can say two nights or just one, and we can move on to the Viking ship. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know... Holly told me last week when we were talking, we somehow got onto what are they not wolfies? Um, furries, furries, furries. yeah, f- furries. Oh, we that, love the furries. Th- th- no, but that that particular kind of sex is called yiffing. Yiff, yiffing, what? like yiff. I don't know, maybe like a yiff. Yiffing is just I what know. the term is. Is it? Is it? Maybe that's something to do with when. Um, when fuzzy stuff gets caught in your butt crack. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Julia <laughs> speaks from experience here. Right. <laughs> yep. No, the way the reason I'm making the yelping noise is because at Lori's second wedding, I was six months pregnant and we shared a room with a slot sliding door that has magnets on it that would slat it shut. Lori's dear friend 
And no, boss, she was my boss. She was Lori's boss. I felt I had to invite her. To the bounty um, paper towel guy on the floor right next to us. The brawny guy. The brawny, the brawny guy. guy. I went to high school with and him. And he looked exactly like him. And all night long, she did yip, 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 yip. And wow. then he had a good, good a, bark. Yeah. I mean, but I've never heard anyone express themselves in a yip. It was but like Julia, a Yorkie was there all night, but she kept it. doing when is it. the last, how many times have, have I been, you been in, in proximity with someone, someone else having, having sex? sex? I'm going to bet that that's the one and only time. I feel like there might have been a time in college when a Pasha, roommate brought someone home. Thank you. I Not would me. hope. I would hope that you yeah. have one college incident. Yeah. You know, it's surprising it's not, the sounds that Yeah, it's make. not really a fun thing to overhear. Well. Not really. Not when you're alone mm-hmm. and you're listening to someone else's. six months pregnant. Oh, and wanting to sleep yeah. and exhausted. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> As opposed to, what's the what's the furry thing? Yelfie? Yiffing. Yiff. <laughs> We've learned new things here. <laughs> this is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Holly. Good afternoon. Hello. Hello. What do we got? Hello. Well, we've got some Tom Cruise stories to start this All dirt right. alert off with today. And this is coming from Seth Rogen. So he has a new volume of essays out today. It's called Yearbook. And Seth Rogen is talking about the time that he and Judd Apatow had a bizarre encounter with Tom Cruise. Oh, tell us more. So this happened all the way back in 2006. And Seth Rogen and Judd Apatow were called to Tom Cruise's L.A. mansion to discuss comedy. What year is this again? 2006. Okay. And so this was right around when Knocked Up was happening. Mm -hmm. Judd Apatow, Seth Rogen, really hot. And so, of course, Tom Cruise is like, well, come to my house and we'll talk comedy. And a year after Oprah. Yes. Because that was 2005. Yeah, he's with Katie. Yeah, so this is right at the the center of all of that behavior. So uh, Seth Rogen says that he sensed that something was weird as soon as he drove up and saw Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes and baby Suri waiting to greet him. He said that Katie Holmes had a vague, please rescue me from this place look on her oh, face. Lori saw it. Lori called it. Lori Here's called go. it. I'm like, she's blinking. Help me. Lori called with it her so eyes. far ahead of time. <laughs> well, no, she had did. the rescue me face on for yep. such a long time. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. Well, so the story goes on. After Judd Apatow arrived, the three sat down and had a four-hour-long conversation about movies. Four hours? Boring. And no cocktails because he doesn't drink. Oh, <laughs> so Seth Rogen says the conversation gently veered into the public perception of Tom Cruise. And Tom Cruise said, you know, speaking of jumping on the couch, mm-hmm. kissing Katie Holmes and proposing at the Eiffel Tower, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Tom- Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Cruz explained to them that there's a coordinated effort to make it appear that way. Tom Cruise said, confidently, Seth Rogen says, quote, the pharmaceutical industry, because my exposure of their fraud has cost them so much money that they're desperate, they're scrambling and they're doing everything they can to discredit me so I won't hurt sales anymore. What is, wrong what with is him? he talking what is about? Wrong with him? <laughs> You're, don't be glib, Matt. Yeah. Well, thank you, <laughs> Yeah, Julia. this is the time of the mm-hmm. book Shields thing, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is right. So then Seth Rogen... Wrote... scary memories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, this is this is gossip history. Yes, yes. it is. <laughs> the, these are the big moments in our in our. Yeah. In our careers. So Seth Rogen (laughs) asked Tom Cruise, Big Pharma made you jump on Oprah's couch. Then Tom Cruise went on to explain that the footage on Oprah had been edited to, quote, make it look so much worse than it was. They do that all the time. We were watching it live. It was a live show. Yeah. So he said, that's the media. Oh, boy. That is such a Scientology thing to say. Oh, but wait, there's more, guys. So So then Tom Cruise explaining to Seth Rogen and Judd Apatow, he's like, see, that's the media. They're distorting all of it. He said, take my religion, for example, Scientology. They make it seem so bleeping different than it is. If you just gave me like an hour to tell you about it, you'd be like, no bleeping way. That's what Scientology (laughs) is. No bleeping way. In just one hour, Tom Cruise said, I could completely change your minds. And obviously they declined his offer and thought, we've already had four hours of your movie meanderings. So really, he invited him over to pitch Scientology. Yeah. 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 That was the selling point. Sit for four hours of movies. You don't even get a free breakfast bar and a chance to have a timeshare. You know, it's just, (laughs) it is that the line. But he also knew he was afraid of what he did to his career because he'd been under the guidance of a Pat Kingsley 20 years. She made him, helped create the movie star. And within, you know, two months of having his sister, be the PR thing. This is probably what they told Tom Cruise to calm him down. Yeah. Because they got away from having a real, true Hollywood PR person. Right. Well, and it's fascinating to hear, according to Seth Rogen, Tom Cruise's perception, particularly about the pharmaceutical industry, which his point of view is rooted in Scientology, but specifically... Because, like Julia said, Tom Cruise appeared on the Today Show talking to Matt Lauer, specifically saying, you don't know the history of psychiatry, Matt. Right. And neither does he. And neither does he. Right. <laughs> Thank you. But really. Wow. It's, that's a good, that's, that's a good a, juicy story. I wish more people would write but about these stories. But this is how Tom Cruise is. Like, he is so off the, he, he, I don't think he will ever. He's not normal anymore. He's not no. normal. No. He's, his thought process is too far gone yeah it's mm-hmm. been gone return for- shelly not your golden globe awards yeah no he's too far gone <laughs> yeah well and, and th- probably i mean one can assume that tom cruise probably isolates himself from people who are perhaps going to challenge some right. of his well, points he moved of out of la and moved yeah. to st pete you know what's interesting i love that seth asked him big pharma made you jump on oprah's couch yeah. and then he said oh no they manipulate that wow. i really think it'd be fun if a lot of people now this would be a good book my meeting with tom cruise yeah 
And all the people could write about their yeah, little stories. Yeah, all the celebrities are up now, and coming celebrities. the one bad thing that did happen to Tom Cruise, but because he didn't have a publicist uh, helping him and he'd been in such capable hands for basically for, 20 years, right. was that when he jumped on that couch in 2005, it is right when the internet and YouTube is yes. taking off. Yep. And it becomes the most YouTube thing that happens. Right. And that becomes meme, the meme. and everything. And so it was all... he was at the zeitgeist of that. And I would say it's karma for yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Well, and Tom Cruise has another headline today that he's sticking to his position about scolding the crew of Mission Impossible 7. Remember when that happened at the end yep. of last year? Yep. He is really him. intent on making us think he's saving Hollywood, returning his Golden Globes. Speaking out about COVID. Yep. Right. So when asked about it, he told the UK movie magazine Empire v. The Los Angeles Times, he said, I said what I said. When asked about that, he said there was a lot at stake at that point, meaning the production of Mission Impossible 7. So, you know, he is, you guys are right in your analysis, totally, where he thinks Tom Cruise thinks that he's going to be saving Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And we saw this last summer, too, when Tom Cruise was super hyped about getting back into the movie theater in London when he went through and made that hype video of himself walking through the movie theater to go sit down and watch Tenet. Tenet is on HBO right now. Has anyone watched it? I'm too I tired. still haven't. Rocco, uh, do you still have my video? Uh, I, it, it, really? I gave it back to you, remember? Yeah. It came you with would the, um, not like this yes. movie. I'm going to go out Did on Did you a watch limb. it, Lori? No, I'm going to go out on a limb and based on people I know who right. love these kinds of movies, they That's even right. had a hard time with it. That's what I've heard, too. Yeah. yeah. Too many confusing twists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For its own sake. A little self-indulgent. Right. All right. But it's on HBO Max if you want to indulge in that. Uh, moving on to a story that you guys talked about in the... Hollywood speak portion of today's program, but we've got a little bit of an update. Page six reporting that Real Housewives of Atlanta star Portia Williams has landed a three part Bravo special about her life. Ah, there you go. <laughs> so, so, why not get engaged to someone you barely know? That's oh, good. Oh, I think she's like really, like really engaged. I think that they're gonna, I mean, Portia got a New York Times profile, she really kind of came into her own as far as like. Being a housewife to really, uh, outside of Bethany Frankel with yeah. her Be Strong, really be a voice for movement of change. All right. So, well, well, Portia Williams, yes, she just announced her engagement to her former co-star's estranged husband. So that's messy. She's always had a messy personal life. So that life. is messy. Mm-hmm. That, that is very messy, very stressful. Now, Source tells Page Six about Portia's deal that this was greenlit months ago, so it has nothing to do with this engagement news this afternoon. Mm-hmm. And the special is supposed to focus on Portia, her activism, okay. and her family. All right. All right, cool. Yeah, cool. So that's happening. I don't know if I believe that all the way, but, you know. We'll take we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> and finally, a little uh, love news from Bachelor Nation, former Bachelorette Caitlin Bristow and ex-Bachelorette contestant Jason Tartrick Tick are engaged. So I don't that, know who either are. I don't know either. Wait, Julia, Caitlin, but, you'd recognize. I would. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Holly. Duh. Duh. This Duh. is the study Duh. of Duh, Duh. with noted Duh. academic Duh. journal skimmer Duh. Lori. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah. Everyone knows that doy. Oh, but we really have a doy doozy today. Do we? Well, I think it's the least surprising study, maybe, okay. of the year. Oh, uh, all right. Let's be the judge of that, Racco. Okay. I, I just not sure that we needed science to tell us this. This is uh, a study out of the UK. Okay. They wanted to see if there's a connection 
between kinky sex and drugs? Yes. Yes, Julia. Duh. Yes, yes, Duh. yes, yes. The more out of body. Kinky sex and drugs. Well, yes. think of it. The more out of body, the more you're willing to try different things. Sex, I mean, drugs, and rock and roll. Right. Could have wrote this study. Days. Why didn't they ask you? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm just like, this is... Uh, uh, and then the, you know, this is not a surprise. This is not uh, anything. But yeah, I can't believe it that... Uh, you know, someone paid for this. Well, I mean, they did want to look at quote unquote non traditional sex activities like bondage. They also put non traditional sex activity as a one night stand, which, you know, that took me aback. I don't Explain. think of that as non traditional <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. I mean, whatever. But oh, that's right. what they that's called really it. That's really classic. Yeah. So one night stand is a non-traditional form of, of sexual activity. Uh, uh, and apparently... These people didn't live in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, apparently, you know, so anyway, I don't know why we needed science to tell us. But anyway, there you go. Now you know. Um, and that's why a lot of people do their experimenting, you know, with drugs at a younger age, Julia, too. You know, well, that's the other You're more willing to try study. different yeah, things. That's right. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. And you're more... Lay a base for everything, okay? That's <laughs> my advice. On every graduation a, card, I go, you're going off to college. Lay a base. Before you go out to have a party, I don't care what time of the day you're lay going. Lay a base. Lay a base, eat a good, strong, healthy breakfast, yeah. lunch, or dinner. You yeah. just got to do it. Otherwise, you know, rookie mistake. It, I would mm-hmm. agree, Laurie. You're going to get sick, and you're you going to get sick, and you're and never going to drink to the that best liquor of us. again. And you forget the rules as you age, too. <laughs> okay, um, now here is another uh, study of duh. Okay. Two and three people may now have hand dermatitis due to overwashing during COVID, and even worse, among healthcare professionals. Uh, this is not surprising to anybody, is it? No. Who would wash their hands more than the healthcare professionals no in the time of COVID? Because we are washing our hands more. Right. Except for, you know. I am not washing some them of the for guys. as long as I was. Some of the anymore. guys. My hands were raw when we were really all in washing it 30 right. times a day, 20 seconds each. <laughs> right. Remember? I mean, our hands were all like dry and raw. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's not. Not really a thing. And dermatitis is just like a psoriasis or dry, dry skin, itchy, dry skin from over or putting too many chemicals on them. All right. And watch Hand. what cream you put on it because you might not be able to run in the preakness. You're right. That's right. It might have a steroid. Hand Which, eczema. by the way, mm-hmm. a lot of these creams do have a steroid in it. Yes, they do. Like, that's the yeah, whole point. That's the whole point down. to take down the inflammation. All right. Okay. Now, oh, here, look at this. We're solving. <laughs> here's another study of dye. Uh, popular kids more likely to be older and born around the start of the school year. This is from the Netherlands. This is mm. from research. And they wanted to see what separates the popular kids from their popular. friends at school. Uh, for whatever reason, children likely to be born at the beginning of the academic year, making them older than their peers and older kids are more likely to excel in sports, excel in academia, get their driver's license first, Mm -hmm. be wiser. That's funny because my kid has a 
you know, late August birthday, but that makes him the youngest. Well, same with me. But I have my firstborn, you know, I'm on August 24th, and I'm the youngest in my class always. But my boy, who was born on my birthday a month early, was teeny, so I didn't let him go that first year. So he was older. So kid. he was an older kid. So he started kindergarten when he was six. Yeah, kids, kids born in September, October, November are substantially more well liked than peers born in the following year. And Dutch students say older kids, regardless of when they're born, tend to rise in popularity. Um, but other studies said, you know, what's more important is um, likability. Not more important, not than status. Right. So, um, actually, that people who have teenagers who have just a lot of acquaintances maybe have more social anxiety than even if they just have at least one good friend, which is why it's always so devastating if if you have one good friend and they they break up. This is Cruel Summer on Freeform. Oh, is this? Okay, we're going back to the CW or the Freeform. Freeform. Okay. But I mean, that's... Lori's in high school. Yeah, yeah. I I quit that one, Laura. You did? Oh, right away. I didn't even start. Oh, Julia. Lori, Lori... Your appetite for teenage shows is pathetic. It really... (laughs) I have to admit, it's not even close to yours. It's not even close. It isn't. Mm -mm. Okay, here's another study. Feeling younger is superpower for fighting stress actually slows effects of aging. So you've heard the expression, you're only as old as you feel. Right. A new study finds that is actually true. Researchers in Germany report older adults who say they feel younger than their actual age show less signs of stress-related aging than their peers. I believe this. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, haven't we all agreed we're in our late 30s? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like 36. Sometimes people (laughs) will. 27, depending on the day. I have one friend who always refers to, well, first of all, she tries to drag me into her collective, we are old. And I always. You hate that. I always shut her down. I'm like, okay, speak for yourself. Right. If this, and you know, and it leads to in a litany. And then I think, and she acts old. Well, there you go. Because I don't mind admitting my age, but I don't act but old. I don't feel my age. But the thing is, it's just that people are very number. Yes, ages. they are. There, there are ages people. When yeah. I say I'm 82, people, you know, are taking right. Uh So anyway, uh, just the, it's kind of that attitude about it. And the more Does that she people, act old. Because she's always bringing up her oh, age, please. our age, as she always oh, likes to say. Or that, this, way well, to throw me in the pile. You know, but I just turned 21. It. Stress is her. I feel like it stresses her. I've pointed it out right. to her. I've also said I'm going to hang up on you if you refer to yourself or me or anyone we know as old again. You know, we're, we're older, older, but not old. You know, but anyway, they're saying that uh, yeah, if you feel you feel as young as you feel I mean, or as old as you feel, because you're our oldest teenager on staff. Rocco, Rocco, mm-hmm. what age do you kind of feel like you are? Uh, my body, I feel about well, sixty, but don't I feel, do the body. I feel like I'm thirty-three, right? Thirty-three, okay. I think that's a good age. You know, I'm I waver between late twenties and late thirties. Yeah, yeah, no, I never think of myself as being in my late twenties. Uh, I'm really that not. was such a turmoil. It's such a time of turmoil. Do I want to be married? Oops, I am married. Oh, you had that. Do I want to be married? Oops, I am married. Yeah, 
early 30s you know, I, I like like my uh, I would say that thir- 36 when you officially become a sex that's symbol, when you met Casey everything comes together mm-hmm. no I actually met Casey uh, before four that? years after that oh you did you were 38 mm-hmm. really I didn't know that I was thinking you were 36 yeah things do come together in the 30s Yes, uh-huh. in a very nice way. In a very nice way. And then the zero Fs to give start coming in. Depending on where you are in your life. That's right. Mm-hmm. More. More and more and more. And more mm-hmm. and more. It's very and liberating. More and more. So anyway, right. are there, their findings, uh, the group, uh, how old do you feel, has a big uh, say in how, old? how you fight stress. And it's... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Lows the effects of aging. If you sit and tell yourself you're old or you feel old or you're this and that, you're stressing yourself out, and you're making yourself older as you speak. So knock it out. Say positive things to yourself. Well, you know, if you can't yep. say anything nice, don't say anything at all, there even if go. it's about yourself. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't, if you don't have anything to nice, come and pull up a seat and sit down next to me. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh-huh. R.I.P. Olympia Dukakis. Right. That's right. right. <laughs> I think so. All right. And my last study of dog owners are admitting their pets have a better social life than they do. That's funny. Mm -hmm. That's funny. Over half of people say their pet has more friends than they do. And this is a survey of 2,000 dog owners. That's funny. And during quarantine, people... During quarantine, I think the dogs had a good life. 85% of people were worried that their pups weren't getting enough socialization with other pups. Did they um, quit going to the dog park? Maybe, but then they turn around and admit that they did see their dog friends more. Yeah. Often, because that was something you could do. Yeah. Yeah. Walk outside. Yes, and dogs also in the survey, uh, this doesn't seem, this seems like a dud. They, the dogs that walked in on Zoom calls were the highlight of anybody, anybody that was on that Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> that was like an unexpected That's Zoom sure. highlight. Or a cat or something. Yeah. But Something the, unexpected. Yeah, the yeah, animals. I like that. All right, listen, we come back. Uh, we're going to get to the rest of the stories, maybe. All right, so tonight mm. there's a new, on Netflix, um, a new, it's the series premiere of Money Explained, and it's part of this Explained series um, that's on Netflix. I haven't watched any of them before, but um, it's about explaining what we do with our money and it's five parts and it has um, a guide to what we do with our money and it has celebrity hosts guiding us through it. So Tiffany Haddish is tonight, Bobby Cannavale, Edie Falco, Jane Lynch, and Marsha Gay mm-hmm. Harden. But what tonight's is, is it's like, should you stream it or should you skip it? They're 22 minute episodes, but what they're going to give you, it's about tonight's episodes about a get, get rich schemes, you know, what, why did they start? What's a pyramid? What's a Ponzi? What's a this? So it's just kind of informative and they use cartoon graphics to explain everything and you get a very good overview on what scams look like. It's not going to make you, it's just going to make you wiser, you okay. know? And so they're 22 minutes and they're supposed to be pretty good. All right. So tonight it's Tiffany Haddish is hosting that. It's called Money Explained. 
And then the other big thing that I don't know if you guys saw this in the news because it was just a little ticker line across the bottom today, but the firefight, the Firefly Festival will return in September. The lineup, The lineup. Remember the the firefly? What's the firefly? I was thinking it was the fire. The Fry Festival? Yeah, I thought it was the Fry, but again, my reading has got me in a little trouble here. But the Firefly Festival is going to return in this in September that Billie Eilish, The Killers, Tame Impala, Lizzo, Lizzo Megan The Stallion, if anyone's going to that or even knows where it I was. I don't. I never heard of the Firefly Festival. Um, Lori, it's I, too close to the Fry Festival. That's what I thought festival. it was. And that's what I thought it was. And that's why I thought it was interesting that they were even doing it again. Right. But au contraire. Now they're trying to call it the Fire Festival. And where is I it? I am going to have to up my Wheaties. I don't know, Lori. <laughs> That's just, that's something people are going to have to do their own research on. Okay. It sorry. sounds to me like a new festival. I can honestly say I've never heard of the Firefly. But it says it will return. Festival. I'm going to say, where is the Firefly? Where? <laughs> Not why. Gosh, sorry, people. Yeah, I can't. Um, never heard of it. Google, because I was just writing down the info for Julie, who won the Did she win? Ticket, was she excited? The, the pink screening, yes. Okay, so the Firefly Festival is at, it's at, it's in Dover International Speedway. Oh, Dover, um, Del- Delaware? Yeah, Dover, De- Delaware. Oh, at the Speedway? Yes, it's the Killers. It looks, it's got a lot of people. Now this, could this be a new festival? It could be. Looks kind of good. It doesn't look like it's the first year. It looks no. like it's a festival that's happened. Right. We just didn't know about it. No, AEG we, presents it. They they purchased the Firefly. It used to be a smaller one. They bought it. Okay, 120 bands across seven stages. Yeah, that's always All right. the way it is. How big is it? That kind of looks good. It kind of looks good. Well, there there was just a little inside scoop on nothing that I knew about because I thought it was something completely different. <laughs> I love it when the stories you're so excited about. Talking about, I'm like, hey, hey, Mr. Carter, let me get this in before our show ends because this is exciting and it's nothing. That yeah. was one of the, my favorite phrases I think you've ever said. That was just another inside information about something I know about that I got everything wrong about or that's something right. like that. I'm it's gonna... just the story of my life. <laughs> that could be, that's the story of me. <laughs> and I will tell you this, you cannot sleep in your car at the Firefly Festival. You even, you know, You'll get ticketed. You can't do it. Yeah. You okay, you, you can't, can't do, do it. it. Yeah, that's an off asked question oh right your it's most common okay. yeah. <laughs> can i sleep in my car <laughs> no sleeping okay whoopi goldberg did anyone watch the view today did she no. fall asleep on the air what it says um today the headline is whoopi goldberg falls asleep on the view as oh, co-hosts gush over the ben affleck and jennifer lopez reunion they go back to whoopi and she was just getting in a quick nap she had nothing think? to say I have a picture of her. She's literally sleeping. <laughs> After she slightly snored, co-host Megan McCain gently got her attention while Sarah continued to rave about Ben and Jen in love. Whoopi jolted awake and pretended she was paying paying massive attention to this while handling handing the topic over to Joy Behar. She hilarious said, I'm just going to rest my eyes while you talk about this. Sometimes, hey, can I ask you, how was that you Girls 5 ever? I did watch one. It was was funny. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, Tina Fey must, I thought Tina Fey was a writer and I think she was maybe just a producer, but Mm -hmm. it's got that sort of rapid fire. Yes, it does. Um, what was that Netflix show about the girl who lived in the bunker? Tina. Um, um, Kimmy Schmidt. Yes. Has that sort of energy to it where there's like a joke, you know, every sentence pretty much. Mm -hmm. Right. It's funny. I thought so too. 
It looks good. But Peacock is a place now, you know, you have to get used to going back there. Yeah, I, I've used the Peacock um, app on my Roku. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Listen and, uh, to how we even say I that. Know. I know. I know. It's crazy. The Peacock app on my Roku that plugged into my yes. LG 5, <laughs> which is not supported by HBO Max, by the way, because it's a Samsung product. And I do know that's the truth. Right. LG is a Samsung product TV that doesn't support HBO Max app. Okay, so anyone wants to know, but if you have the Amazon Fire Stick or the Roku, oh my you God, can watch it. Uh, no, but Lori, this yeah. is seriously Lori's the crap I have Whoopi to put in my brain. Mm-hmm. People think they're smarter as a result of this pandemic. What do you guys think? No, they're not. No, this no. is a survey. No. People, yeah. 89% of people think they're smarter. Yeah. Yeah. No, you think you are, but you're really not. We've just been humbled, humiliated, and we're, we'll, we will be better people for it. We will? Yeah. You promise? Yeah, I think so. I think so, but... That's yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, and then the Roaring Twenties. So let the oh, festival begin. Are, they are starting June first. Yeah, mm-hmm. let, let the music begin. <laughs> Have a great night, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.